Brooklyn's Radio brings you City Update with Ian Pritchard and Lee Humphreys. Well, we're still in lockdown and it sounds as though that's not going to change anytime soon. I'm at home in Woking and Lee is hopefully with us by phone from his home in Cobham. Hello Lee, I trust all is well with you and your family. All is well Ian. Excellent. Now Lee, if we can kick off today by responding to an email from a listener following our last conversation... I'm paraphrasing, but among the points he made was that, yes, things are gloomy now, but he reckons the financial markets always recover and would eventually go back to their old highs. Given the gains we've seen this week, he's got a point, hasn't he? Uh, yeah, I mean, he does have a point, absolutely. So, I mean, who, who better to help us with uh, answer this question, uh, Ian, um, than the great 20th century Danish physicist, Nobel Prize winner Niels Bohr, who famously told us, prediction is very difficult, especially if it's about the future. Now, as I say, Niels is, of course, right, but the answer to the question is a very clear yes, it will reach new highs again. Oh, well, why the confidence? Um, I can see see my answer seems strange right now um, when the global economy is doing its utmost to mirror Picasso's Guernica, a scene of utter destruction. But the simple reason is uh, there's no serious alternatives left currently than to invest in equity markets around the globe. Those uh, those words again for you, Ian, uh, the Federal Reserve and other central banks globally are, are ensuring this as we speak. So the financial hardships that millions of us are facing now, jobs, loss of income, worries about our mortgages, are you saying the central banks can reverse the hardships? Well, um, I'm saying they can mitigate it at least. The anomaly is that central banks can't prevent a recession. We're in one right now. Um, They may not even be able to prevent a depression, which some are also forecasting. But what they seemingly cannot tolerate but they can prevent, at least for now, is a decline in asset prices um, in the form of stock markets and bond prices. And uh, that's why we'll see new highs again. Uh, So what's the evidence for this? Uh, Well, uh, look, we have, up until February this year, found ourselves uh, with stock markets globally that have risen pretty much consistently since the end of the great financial crash back in 2009, largely with the aid of central banks printing money in four uh, separate quantitative easing programs. We're setting off on the same path again now, Ian, and, uh, but this time it's in an unlimited fashion, uh, as is the case with the United States. Yeah, and didn't our Bank of England uh, earlier this week um, say they were preparing to do it again, pr- printing money effectively? So, well, you know, central banks have, all, uh, have, of course, always uh, worked to aid the overall economy by adjusting interest rates, for example. But the level of intervention now is on an entirely different scale, uh, not seen until now, some think, outside Zimbabwe where famously their bank uh, intervened in such a huge way that they eventually printed, I think it was a billion-dollar note. And on a smaller scale, hopefully, our bank's intervention is going to ensure the market returns to its new high? Well, it, it certainly won't stand in the way. Um, what we've just witnessed uh, is the stock, market, uh, stock markets around the globe more or less hitting their lows um, the day before the Federal Reserve in the United States launches $2.2 trillion stimulus program. Uh, a fortnight later, we've seen a 23% plus rally with no discernible improvement in the underlying economy or an end uh, to the pandemic. Um, one can only conclude it's the central banks that are ultimately supporting equity prices. Uh, 
Right, so that's equities taken care of, but it doesn't preclude investors putting their money elsewhere to get a return, does it? Uh, no, correct. It, uh, it definitely doesn't uh, uh, preclude that. Uh, the other main category, uh, of course, uh, that investors uh, have looked to place money into other than equities has been bonds. Uh, we just discussed them a, a couple of weeks ago, Ian. Uh, these are just promissory notes, hopefully paying some interest, much like your bank account used to do so. And much like that bank account, um, fewer and fewer of us are now receiving any interest. So you don't get a return on bonds? Well, uh, approximately 35% of the world's bonds, whether issued by governments or by companies, have a negative yield. Now, what does that mean in English? Simply, uh, simply put, if I lend you money in, you don't have to pay it all back to me. Uh, that sounds pretty good for me. Well, on the face of it, that doesn't appear to be too much an incentive for anyone to invest. And, and you're, not, you're not alone in thinking this, Ian. Uh, many would agree with you. Uh, again, this is uh, another result of central bank interve- intervention and uh, another reason why, for now at least, equities are the only game in town um, and, why we'll, and why we'll reach new highs again. Well, I need to get your crystal ball out now, Lee. Um, how long is this all going to take? Okay, well, I mean, on that, to that question, I have absolutely no idea how long it will take. And actually, beware of any expert um, uh, claiming otherwise. Um, at, the, at their depths, only 18 days ago, uh, and just before the central bank's announcements uh, around the globe, and the Standard Poor's 500 had fallen 34% from its high set back on the 19th of February. Uh, by the close of the market in the United States last night, that self-same S&P 500 had recovered to be off just around 10% from its all-time high. So our listener that emailed in saying that markets always go up and always go down, and now that they're down, it's a good buying opportunity. Has he missed the boat? Is it gone? Is it too late? Uh, Well, look, our question may well have missed the enormous rally that's happened in the past uh, two to three weeks. I mean, this week's rally in the Standard Poor's 500 uh, was 12% alone and the biggest weekly gain since 1974. Um, However, it should fear not, I suspect, um, there'll be another opportunity uh, around again in the not-too-distant future when the initial euphoria of the world's money printing press is working 24-7 dies back and we start to question how on earth we're going to pay for all this and what the implications are for inflation. So it sounds to me as though you're expecting some kind of pullback from where we stand uh, currently. Uh, yeah, indeed I am. Rarely, uh, rarely in, uh, if ever actually, do we uh, do real bull markets go up, for example, by 7% in a single day. Our loyal listener uh, will know this has happened with monotonous regularity in March and now actually in April. Um, so I suspect we'll, uh, we'll sell off once more, given, as I've described it, the, uh, the economic guernica that we're facing. And he, like everyone else, will get another opportunity at some point in time, aided by the unlimited resources of the world's central banks who are hell-bent on pursuing this course. Well, I guess all this uh, heady talk of um, markets and central bank interventions will be cold comfort to those who have lost jobs and businesses and, and, and those that have small businesses that have folded. So how do we get on back on track, would you say? Well, 
first of all, let's, let's say that I think the government have done a, a great job of getting sort of the foundations of getting this, uh, getting the economy started once again. Um, some great uh, schemes have been put in place. That deferring VAT for businesses, the furlough scheme, for example, mortgage holidays, uh, business loans, all that kind of stuff has worked very, very well. Um, and, um, you know, what they're attempting to do is wrap the economy up in, in cotton wool. So when there is hopefully um, a situation in which we can go back outside and leave our homes, um, uh, businesses can open up almost immediately. So we're really... Um placing our trust on the scientific community to get us out of this, aren't we, with some kind of vaccine or something that'll knock this coronavirus on the head? Absolutely. That's, I mean, we're keeping everything crossed. You know, this, this, uh, this, uh, we keep hearing that, you know, maybe within 18 months there will be a, uh, a, a vaccine, an antidote uh, for the coronavirus. We have to also, you know, whilst we have to hope for the best, we have to prepare for the worst as well in the sense that if we look back in, in uh, the recent history, we see there is no uh, antidote at the moment for SARS and there isn't an antidote for MERS. Um, now, that's not to say that with the world's might of the pharmaceutical and biotech companies working in conjunction with each other, it doesn't a a a appear, um, but we have to also look for other methods to basically get the workforce out of the house and into the economy again. And one of those things is a reliable testing mechanism. Uh, which Germany seem to be ahead of the game with that, don't they? They certainly do, and I think we're learning from the Germans. And, and uh, there was a report in yesterday's Times um, uh, effectively uh, moving in that direction. Um, they're moving sort of testing away from basically sort of home testing kits, which have, have proved to be uh, uh, notoriously unreliable. I think the government are actually sending back about 3 million test kits um, as we speak and hopefully getting their money back for them. Um, and uh, 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 moving the testing into NHS labs. Now, they're hoping, according to the report, within two months to get 90,000 people tested a day. Once those people are tested, and once they, importantly, obviously, once they are deemed to have had the virus and can move safely back into the economy, they'll be issued with immunity certificates. And uh, very something similar happening, very similar at the moment to Wuhan. Right. OK, Lee. Well, on that, uh, is it a gloomy note? Is it a positive note? I'm not sure. But anyway, on that note, take care and we'll see you again next week. Thank you very much. Ian Pritchard and Lee Humphreys brought you City Update on Brooklyn's Radio.